Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? Hey y'all, it's your girl D. Scott. I am here a little late, but it is Manic Monday. Um, And so tonight's show is called Labor of Love, and it's because, obviously, it's Labor Day. And also, (coughs) because we're coming to the end of an era, the end of the summer, (coughs) I hope y'all enjoyed y'all's. I just was grinding. I was just working, you know, just making sure that shit got taken care of. And now I can, you know, relax just a little, just a little teeny, teeny bit and get things done. So the reason that this show is called Labor Love is because um, a couple weeks ago I made some mofongo, um, which is mashed plantains. So the way that you would do mashed potatoes, we do that with plantains with garlic and, you know, a, a red tomato sauce and shrimp, so on and so forth. So, um, Somebody had put, like, that looks very labor-intensive. It looks, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's a labor of love. And so I started thinking about, you know, after a while, I came up with these theories to try to rationalize my arguing with people. And I don't argue with people as much anymore as I do just straight guillotine and just take the jugular, spit it out, throw bleach on it, and then shove it back down their throat. Um And the reason is because it's kind of like I I come to two different things. You either came to build or you came to break, and that also comes from another um, analogy that I have in my head, which is either you're coming from a place of yes or you're coming from a place of no. So either you're already coming from a place where you're going to say yes to me and whatever it is I'm trying to sell you, talk to you about, you know, I'm just seeking in terms of business, or you're going to come from a place of no. So I'm always coming from a place of yes unless it's just absolutely something I just cannot do. So... Me having issues with whether I came to build or whether I came to break, I found that I was breaking a lot of things, a lot of people. I was just straight, just fucking your whole life up. Just everything, you know, until you do right by me, you're going to crumble. So a week ago there was, and, and we keep forgetting how accessible we are when we're on social media and when we're on these different avenues promoting our brand and promoting our businesses and, you know, There was a gentleman, and I think he was confused in life. And I'm not going to say too much because I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the show tomorrow, not my show. Tomorrow, my Tell the Truth Tuesday will probably be early, but I will definitely be on the Married Men Don't Talk show. Hashtag MMDTS. If you're on Instagram, you can go follow them, Married Men Don't Talk show, or hashtag MMDTS, and you'll find them. Um, But I've been on this show. I I love this show. Um, 
I get to be a little bit more uh, relaxed in who I am, a little bit more honest and open. But I do always repost the shows because I think it's important for my followers to see me in a different light instead of being so strong all the time. And there was an incident where I was on one of the guys that runs the page, his Facebook page, because he actually found me on Facebook. We, you know, befriend each other. He's married. These are all married guys. And there was a guy on there, and he's, you know, engaged me about conversation about my issues in you know, in Las Vegas and people that I met and things that happened in Vegas, which stayed in Vegas. And so he says, yeah, you belittled that guy in the set and third. And I said, well, you know, it's funny because him and I aren't speaking anymore. And I was speaking about my attorney from from Atlanta. And I said, well, we're not speaking anymore because he actually listened to the show and was very offended. And he goes, yeah, I could see where you offended him. And I said, actually, it wasn't really me that offended him. It was you all, you know, accusing us of being part of the rape culture and accusing us of, you know, of him of being thirsty and all these other things just because he did X, Y, and Z. So, unfortunately, you know, and whether I talk to the guy or not, it doesn't really matter to me. It's just we have fun, the end, period. I, I'm not one of those people that dwells on shit and tries to rekindle shit. Like, if you don't call me, I'm not going to call you, and that's just where we're at in life. And so, because either you're coming to build or you're coming to break. You can't be building an edifice, a building, and then just leave it vacant for, you know, two months and think that you can call back and then, you know, just pick up where you left off. I'm not this way. That shit doesn't work with me. So, Long story short of it, this gentleman is on, and I'm being very nice when I call him a gentleman, and he's on the page, and I don't realize who he is because apparently he's been on a couple of the shows that I was on. And he says, yeah, it's supposed to be ladies' night, and it's going to be Stan and the chicken heads. And I said, well, who who is a chicken head? Because although I don't agree with every single opinion of the woman on the show, the women on the show, I would never think that any of them were chicken heads. I would think that they were smart, they were educated, they made human decisions, and, you know, they were they were astounding women, obviously, to be on a show where we're able to share feelings with men that are not our significant others or our children or so on and so forth. So he says, well, I wasn't talking about you, but if you could, could you just, like, cluck a little bit? And so... I had a choice in that moment to just eat his fucking face off, but then that would have given him what he wanted, and I, I really didn't want to give him what he wanted that day. So he goes on into this whole thing, and I had to explain to him, you know, chicken head is not a term of endearment for black women, just like if I called you a lame or a coon, that's not a term of endearment for a black men. And all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, his tampon must have fell out, and he goes into this whole spiel about, you know, it's actually, I, I'm, I'm, I might just be so, you know, efficient to read you a piece of what this man, I'll, I'll be very nice saying that, wrote. Um, and the reason that it, it brought me to a place of labor of love is the fact that in everything this man said, you can hear the hurt, you can hear the pain. And, and I often wonder if when I was on my sprees of, you know, the bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Like, you know, when I was on that spree, did I sound as hurt? Did I sound as anguished? Did I sound as um, unforgiving, you know? And so he goes on to have this conversation about me, and he says, um, out of the blue, I don't know this man, and he says, of course you are not comparable to women back in the day. This is a lame elementary argument. Meanwhile, I wasn't even arguing with him. I was slapping him with a paw, like, furthermore. And he says, um, this is a lame 
elementary argument, quite typical of those who lack the character traits of real women. Now, I don't know if he's been fucking blow-up dolls or whatever he is, but there's nothing about me that suggests that I'm not a real woman. I have a vagina. I can give birth. That's really all the qualifications that I need. So he says, so yes, bring my mother into it. I'm going to get to that in a minute. It's obvious that you have the fallacy of the ignorant black woman. Rosa Parks sat down, not all black women. You do need help because you believe that individual accountability. This is that jail speak. This is a motherfucker that either just picked up a thesaurus or a dictionary. I don't know if he was in jail. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. You're using too many verbs and adjectives in the same sentence. So he says um, you do need help because you believe that individual accountability equals to collective success for all black women. My thing is this. If I'm successful, then you're going to be successful. Because it doesn't matter whether I'm black, white, or indifferent. I'm a woman, right? So if I'm successful, it's my duty as, as a member in this community to teach other women how to be successful. So he says, um, all of you aren't women. Your color and gender doesn't represent kindred character. Cluck on my nigga. First of all, bitch, I'm not your nigga. Okay, and then he says, and check your mother, the force is strong on this fried chicken. A lady always knows when to be quiet and walk away, and let's see what you are. First of all, I said, I never said I was a lady, you know, and, and I had to get with him. Now, he doesn't know that my mother has passed on for three years, and it's a very sensitive um, subject with me. And then this man goes on, this was the, my favorite, he says, um, it's not a negative view of black women. It may simply be black females like you. Now, mind you, this motherfucker doesn't know me. He says, you assume you can be defined by sweeping generalizations, but as I stated before and you agreed, you are not a lady to be compared with the dignified. Bitch, that's not what I said. I said I never said I wanted to be a fucking lady, okay, because you want to come at me calling me a nigga and, and, and calling me out my name and stuff like that. Listen, I could tell you what you could get, but I'll wait. So then he says, um, he says, it's no argument. I know you very well. I don't know this motherfucker. He says, unfortunately, you're a common cliche. Those ignorant characterizations allowing you to be vocal don't work. For a bitch points at a stick and chases it much like you. You are used to brothers, not used, but used to brothers um, looking at you for affirmation of masculinity, but tis the whore that uses their mouth more than their brain. Bitch, are you crazy? Like, who the fuck are you talking to? And see, that's the black man's problem that I see is that a lot of you black men, and, and, and the reason that this whole emotional outrage came is because I said if you have something bad to say about black women write it down on a piece of paper and go give it to your mother because obviously that's where the shit started okay the bottom line is this like I don't know you. I don't know what happened to you. Now, as I research this man, I find out that something must have happened in 2014. Maybe your ex-girlfriend's name is Denise, Deidre, Desiree, whatever. But, bruh, I didn't do it. You understand what I'm saying? So you are looking at me. I'm sorry. I didn't even finish the part where he called me a, a twerker and a whore. He says, mind you, I don't know this man. He doesn't follow me on any of my media. And he says, it is clear you overestimate the use of your mouth. No, I don't. I don't ever overestimate the use of my mouth because my mouth has gotten me in several situations that my heart hasn't. So don't worry about my mouth. Don't worry about what my mouth do. And I know that's not the way he meant it, but that's the way I'm meaning it. So he says, it doesn't work. Your mouth doesn't work. Go back and get a new argument. Bitch, I'm not arguing you with you. Who in the fuck, who are you that I have to argue with on a Tuesday night? Now, I already got out the chariot to throw tomatoes with you, Judas. I'm not going to continue to have this conversation with you and, and prove to you who or what it is that I am when it's clear that you don't know who the fuck you are. So he says, you can say what you desire about me, but it's clear you are ignorant and need to be taught. Who in the fuck are you talking to? And he says, we must as black men stop the violence of ignorant twerkers speaking on behalf of the conscious, educated, and strong black women. Bring born, being born is an automatically inclusive, homie. Oh, 
y'all going to have to pick a struggle, okay? And and I'm going to address this on the show tomorrow. And I said to Rodney, which is actually the owner of the page, I said, only because of you I did not rip this man's head off verbally. Because And, and it's very clear that you have some issues going on. So in this moment, I have the opportunity to build and I have the opportunity to break. Now, originally, I tried to build with the man because, I, you know, I'm like, I know he doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about my working. Oh, I'm sorry, and, and I forgot, y'all. He asked me exactly who are you, what do you do. Look, bitch, you one of them overrated, non-celebrity black men, and I'm not being mean because I've seen your page. You know, that you probably got a smiley face on your stomach like them little french fries that they give you at um, – Ikea or whatever, and your issue with black women is not black women. You don't like the black women that look like the bitch that you overestimated yourself that broke your fucking heart, probably took your little, you know, your Camaro, Chevy, whatever, Malibu, whatever the fuck you had. I'm not her. You understand what I'm saying? And so because you don't know me, you assume that I'm just like every other, you know, let's just say that he knew that I was brown skin with long hair. Not so. You know, and, 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 and the fact that you're sitting there telling me that, you know, just because you're born, yes, bitch, it does mean, listen, the only way that you can be a queen is if you're born into it or you married into it. I did both, right? So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. When you ask me who am I, like what day is today? I'm, I'm many things to many people, but here's what I'm not. I'm not here for you. So what I can tell you <clears throat> What's unfortunate is when you ask me who I am, I can very easily hurt your feelings by telling you that I'm somebody that's loved and respected, and you're not. And that's why you're angry. And this is a guy that's sitting up here, and he has to be defined by groups that he is selectively been entered into. And so for me, I don't need a group. I don't need a fraternity. I don't need a sorority. And then also, too, you know, you're running around saying that, you know, black women need to be doing this and submissive to black men. But you're not my husband. At all. I will never I will never sit down unless you're sitting on the throne beside me. So until you become a bigger king than what the fuck I am, I will never bow down to a man. Can I be submissive to somebody that I think is my man? Absolutely. But because I don't date your kind, you know, the self-righteous, the always want to throw up what he does for a living and this, that, and the third, which I promise you if we go to the bank, we don't match. So, And, and that's not a good thing on your part. So, and, and trust me, I'm just trying to be equally yoked. Honestly, truly. So when you sit there and you say things like, who are you? It depends on which day of the week you're talking about. But first and foremost, I'm a mother and and I'm a woman. You have no business talking to me like that. I am never, ever an army of one. And that's where you black men get confused. You think that you can be thumb thugs and argue with motherfuckers on the Internet and shit about stuff that doesn't matter. And it all doesn't matter until Negroes show up on your doorstep and ask you who the fuck you was talking to. Now, see, I didn't go all rah-rah because I do realize that I have things that I need to do tomorrow, which I will be discussing with you guys tomorrow on Tell the Truth Tuesday. But, you know, for a man to sit up here and question me and my queendom, I run my shit. I don't I don't come to you and ask y'all for nothing. You know, so when you as a man sit there <clears throat> and you have all these things to say about a stranger, I don't know this guy at all from jump, and I didn't even say anything to you. I just asked you who you was calling the chicken head because I just I don't think that's a term of endearment for black women. So you want black women to you know, be astounded and just revered by your basic and mediocrity and, and, and instead of just trying to stand for some sort of excellence. So when you ask me who I am, I mean, it depends on which day of the week. Do you want to know about what I've done for the community? Because I bet you if you and I pull our resumes about what we've done for the community, contributions, mentorships, and things like that, you and I don't match. So I, don't, I haven't even gotten into your character flaws or your looks or anything like that because I don't want to beat up on the black man, but I will. 
You know, I'm the same female that on a separate radio show got a preacher cussing within probably 20 minutes of having conversation with me. So if I could ruffle the feathers of, of, of a man of the cloth, because what he was saying was misogynistic and ridiculous, and it was against womankind, then I'm sure that I could eat you on, on toast, literally, daily. So, you guys, when I say that this show is about a labor of love, it's about the fact that, you know, we all have to work hard towards things. And so I want to take the opportunity tomorrow to not beat up on this guy, but just to get out of him, like, why you felt in your sick mind that it was okay for you to speak to me like that, when if I was standing here with <clears throat> one of my you know, with my peoples or standing here with a brother or standing here with someone in my family, you would not speak to me like that because you would get knocked the fuck out. And that's just, listen, I'm not above the street shit. Everybody keeps thinking that because I've graduated to a certain level in life that I'm above busting you in your mouth with a pipe and watching your teeth fall out and then taking your teeth and throwing them in the grass so you can't find them, so that you can't duplicate them, you know. So, you know, this is just where I'm at in life. And it's not about violence. It's just about the fact that, like, you, you know, you men, you like to talk a lot. But when it comes to if my brothers or somebody roll up on you, you don't have shit to say. So for you to speak to me like that, I'm, I apologize on behalf of women, whoever did the fuck shit that they did to you. But at the same time, tomorrow's show is about not playing the victim. I'm tired of hearing you men sit up there and play the victim like, oh, she used me. No, you gave to her. Ain't nobody going to fucking use me. I don't lend money to nobody unless they got my DNA or, or, or we share last names. That's a fact. I won't. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's my sisters, like, you know, from another mother, you can't get nada from me, okay, because it's not my job. You know, it, it's not my job to be your mother and, and pick up where she fucking left off because if you had an awesome mother like I did, then you would never <clears throat> be able to speak to black women the way that you do black men. You wouldn't. You know, so maybe your mother was a twerker because I clearly wasn't. You know, maybe your mother was a whore because I clearly wasn't, but don't put that transference of emotions on me, black man, because it's not going to work. And then I'm laughing at him and I'm, you know, just cracking up because he was so upset. It was like he waited his whole fucking life to have this conversation with me, like coming off riding the bench. That's what it feels like to me. And so <clears throat> just one last thing, just in case he's listening. So I saw where in 2014, you know, because this is what I do, um, I do my research. I want to know who the fuck I was talking to so that I could m maybe understand who the fuck you were talking to because you weren't talking to me because I'm just going to chalk, chalk that up as an L. So, <clears throat> you know, in 2014 something happened to you, and you wrote this long post about, you know, women being submissive only to our husbands. Didn't seem like you were wife and anybody. Could be wrong, but whatever. Mm. And you talked a lot about speaking life into your man. And you talked a lot about, and these are things that I do, but you'll never know that because you're not my dude, right? And you never will be because your mouth. So you talked a lot about, you know, what black women need to do for black men, and you never mentioned much about what you could be doing. And you also mentioned something that was very disturbing to me because, you know, you got to choose black men, whether you want to be a kid or whether you want to be a king. You have to make a decision. So what people don't understand is that when you sit up there and you say shit like, you know, chivalry's not dead and I'm a superhero, like, so you Superman who damn near got his ass whooped by Batman who doesn't even have any superpowers, like, what, what the fuck are you saying? Like, what are you saying? You sound crazy. And why would any black man want to be a fictitious goddamn, you know, superhero when y'all supposed to be putting suits of armor on every day going to war? Y'all tell me that y'all going to war every day and you just want peace in the home? Then put your fucking armor on. Ain't no capes here. What the fuck you talking about? 
You got to grow the fuck up, dude. You either want to be a king or you want to be a kid, right? So the king and you didn't recognize the queen of me. So that's why you thought that you could talk to me like I was, you know, on your level. You and I are not on the same level. I don't speak to you like that. I didn't even cuss at you. And clearly you see I have a fucking filthy mouth. My mouth is fucking reckless. I didn't say nothing to you because it was a situation where I had to think about, is this a situation where I could build or is this a situation that I have to break, you know? And then you got smart and said some shit like, well, if you don't like what I said, whatever, you can inbox me. Bruh, I'm not going to talk to you. You are at the bottom of my list of things to do after I clean out the bottoms of my my toenails. Like, seriously, like, don't, don't do that. And it's unfortunate because I love the show and I love the dialogue that we have on the show, but I feel like you overstepped your boundaries and you waited until these gentlemen were on a show so that they wouldn't respond to you and your coon tactics. And, again, I'm going to apologize. It's a labor of love for me to apologize on behalf of black women that, like, I understand that maybe she hurt you, but did you ever stop to think what the fuck happened to her that may have been why she did you like that? Because I know that if you came in my relationship talking all that, you know, I got to be submissive and all this other shit, and you ain't paying a bill up in a house, you ain't paying automobile payments, you ain't got me on your life insurance, and I don't have a ring nor a piece of paper that says that you and I share a name, you could fuck all the way off on the dock and twice on Sundays, okay, because you'd be sitting right on the dock of the bay right by your fucking self. You know, so you can't sit there, and I hate when dudes be like, you know, black men, this is another thing y'all do. Y'all think that holding it down means like, and loyal means that no matter what the fuck I do to her, she's going to always be there. No, you cheat on me, you're going to beat the fuck down, and then I'm not going to fucking talk to you anymore. Okay? You put your hands on me in a way that I feel is unbecoming of a man, that's just some bitch-made syndrome, then, then we can't talk. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're dealing with somebody that's violent, and then he tells me you need to get help, you need to heal. I need to heal. Motherfucker, I'm loved. From the time I wake up in the morning, from the time I go to bed, I don't feel anything less than loved. And it's unfortunate that you feel like because you got a smiley face, you got a little bit overweight, little muffin top, little donut top, little jelly donut situation going on. I've seen it. Come on now. I don't give a fuck if you're 6'9", 6'12", 6'14". Don't matter. you got to tighten that shit up. You understand what I'm saying? So when you ask me who I am, just remember that everything I do is for the future. You are not part of my future. So I don't have to. It's a decision tomorrow that I'm going to make whether I'm going to build with you or whether I'm going to break with you. But just know that when you're dealing with motherfuckers like me, I'm never an army of one. Never. I have minions that if they was on that page would have ate you alive. So, again, when you ask a woman who are you and what is it that you do, you better be prepared to have the platinum fucking resume to tell me what it is the fuck that you do because I'm not going to get off my chariot to come down and throw fucking tomatoes with you again. So Tuesday, tomorrow on the MMDTS show, we're going to have a conversation. I'll definitely be back with my Tell the Truth Tuesday. Thank you all to listen. Thank you to all that listen. And, you know, I will be back tomorrow, and I have so much exciting news tomorrow, like major key shit, another one. And so I just want to leave you guys with the show to make to make sure that you understand two reasons that you should enter in relationships, enter into conversations, enter into anything. You either came to build or you came to break. And I think that that has, you know, kept me out of a lot of situations where I would have wasted breath and wasted time. And this is not somebody that I choose to waste my time on, but he had to learn that you can't fucking talk to people like that, especially not me. So thank you all for listening, and I will tune in with you guys tomorrow. Thank you.